Hello, and welcome back to Scars Too Beautiful Purpose. I am your host, Derry Cox. I hope everyone is doing well. Everybody is uh, feeling great. I'm feeling great. Um, I had a very amazing time with my family um, in what I call a family day. I'm always giving thanks and I'm grateful for just the opportunity to spend time and quality time with my family and those that I love. And I hope that you're doing okay and I hope that you had a chance to spend time with your family and just enjoy their presence and just, you know, have fun because I know everybody have busy lives and we're all over the place. We're working. And so when we have that, we have those holidays, we can take time to spend with family. Like I said, I'm always giving thanks. So my Thanksgiving day is every day. <laughs> so I tend to call that day uh, that we celebrate here in the United States. Uh, I call it family day, right? I have my reasons, um, you know, that, that, that it is what it is. Okay, so moving on to this next episode where I'm called where, I, where it's called finishing the race. In Ephesians 5:16, making the most of our of your time because the days are evil, right? God expects expects us as the believers to use his time wisely. Many people never finish what they begin. They're are unfinished symphonies, unfinished paintings, and unfinished sculptures, sometimes because the composer or artist died. They are relationships that never become all they could be, ministries that never come to fruition, dreams that always remain dreams, and hopes that always remain hopes. For a lot of people, life can be an unfinished symphony or a dream without reality. But it doesn't have to be that way. I believe the answer can be found in the phrase, making the most of your time, Ephesians 5, 6. If you are ever to turn, if we are ever to turn our dreams into realities and our hopes into facts, to finish our symphonies, paint our paintings and sculpt our sculptures, it will be only when we have made the most of our time. I believe that in eternity past, right, God prescribed the specific time that we are to live. And only as we maximize that time can we maintain its potential for fulfillment. The Apostle Paul knew firsthand the importance of redeeming his time. In Acts 20, 24, he says, I do not consider my life for any account as dear to myself in order that I may finish my course and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus. In other words, God has given us a time boundary. And within that time, he has defined a course. Paul, in effect, said, I want to finish the specific course and specific ministry in the specific time given to me. At the end of his life, Paul could say, I have finished the course, 2 Timothy 4, 7. He completed the race because he made the most of his time. I believe God has sovereignly given you and me a specific period of time. He knows the beginning and the end because he predetermined both. Be sure to finish your prescribed race by walking wisely and living as he planned it, right? Um, we have to seize opportunities. 
sees opportunities every day to glorify God. In one of the cities of ancient Greece stood a statue carved by Lysippus, right? A famous Greek sculptor from the 4th century BC. The statue had wings on its feet and a great lock of hair on its forehead and was bald on the back of its head. This is how, this is how it was described. Who was the thy sculptor? Lysippus. And who art thou? Occasion or opportunity, they all subduer. Why hast thou wings on thy feet? I fleet on the wings of the wind, and I hear why grows it in front for him that meets me to seize, and why is the back of thy head bald? Because none may clutch me from behind. Whosoever he desire it, when once my winged feet have darted part him. That fictional character knew how to make the most of every, every opportunity. In real life, the Apostle Paul is calling for you to take advantage of opportunities by making the most of your time. Ephesians 5, 6, the Greek word translated time isn't a Greek word chronos, which refers to time in terms of a clock or a calendar. It's the word kairos, which means eras, epochs, or periods. Making the most of your time is another way of saying you are to make the most of your opportunities. Opportunities that can be grasped from, for God, for his glory. The psalmist had the right perspective when he prayed, teach us to number our days that we may present to thee a heart of wisdom. Psalms 90.12 Wisdom numbers the days, see the limited time, and buys the opportunity. Don't be foolish, shun opportunities for evil, but seize opportunities for good. We are living in evil days, and so we have to make the most of our time. Evil day, evil day calls for good behavior. The days we live in are certainly full of evil. Read any newspaper, watch any, any news channel, and you'll know what I mean. Can you imagine how it breaks God's heart to create a perfect world filled with every good thing and then see it become as corrupt, debauched, and vile as it is today? Can you imagine how it must be for God to watch Christians who, in the midst of this evil world, are given opportunities to do good, yet bypass them without notice? The days are evil. And God gives us these opportunities to make things happen that matter, to fill up at least one moment of every day with something good, something righteous, something for him. Because the days are evil. The Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 5.16, it's important to walk wisely and make the most of our time. When opportunities for goodness do come, we should seize them. When God gives us an occasion, to glorify him, which in turn will bring a blessing on us. We must take the opportunity for his namesake. We must seize it in the midst of an evil day. When I think of how God's heart is broken over the evil of a world that he made for his own glory, I say to myself, if God gives me one small opportunity in the midst of an evil day to do something good, something to honor him or something to glorify him, I'm going to grab that opportunity since the days are evil and it seems as though 
goodness is so scarce. You and I need to take every opportunity we can for manifesting goodness. I want you to ask the Lord to help you be aware of more opportunities that you can seize for manifesting goodness. It's been a very, it's a very short episode this week, but I wanted to share that word with you as God has placed it on my heart to do. Um, like I said, I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's staying prayed up. Um, if you haven't uh, purchased my book, uh, I have three books out. The Scars I Come With, The Child Within, um, and The Awakening Poet, my latest uh, release. Should be available everywhere. I have not checked that. I was busy with family time, and I continue to be busy with family time. Um, so I hope everybody's doing well. And, you know, seize every opportunity to do good and to uh, spend your time wisely. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever you set your mind to make sure that you're making the right decision, it's the right timing for you to do the things that you're supposed to be doing, talk to God about it before I've made some moves that I haven't spoken to him about. And then he tapped me on my shoulder and, you know, in our, mo in our morning uh, devotion time I spent with him. And he said, um, I know I showed you what I showed you, but I didn't tell you this was the time for you to move. And so we have to be careful. We have to listen to him. We have to be patient. We have to understand. We have to ask for guidance and for him to clarify the things that he has placed on our heart. And so I've learned my lesson on that. And I wanted to share that with you so that... You will know when the right time is. You have to ask him first, you know. And once you have that personal relationship with him, he shows you your purpose. He shows you your purpose. Um, all these things are flashing in my mind. And I say, you know, people always tend to say, you know, um, God gives us free will. And yes, he gives us free will. And the free will that he has given me, I am using it for his will to be done in my life. And so that's where I settled that. Um, so we all have to, uh, spend time with him, get to know him so he can have that one-on-one -on -one relationship with you. He will show you, pastor, can I do this for you? You have to do it for yourself. And it's important that you do it for yourself. They need to teach this more in church that a personal relationship with God is the most important relationship you'll ever have. Um, it sets the precedent for every other relationship in your life because, you know, you feel the love of God. You know what pure love is. You know what true love is. You know what being respected is. And so you have that confidence in yourself. You are going to show me the kind of love that God has shown me and he knows that I deserve. And so we'll take it from there. So all of you in a relationship and you're being hurt and things are not working out and keep beating yourself up, talk to God, let him show you, let him make a way for you, whether to fix it or figure it out or release it and let it go. All that's bundled up in everything I'm saying today. Cause yeah, that's how the spirit works. He leads from one thing to the next and you just have to, you just have to go with the flow, especially when you're asking to be used, right? We don't get to, it's not anything about hurting people's feelings or saying, you know, being disrespectful or any type of way. But when the spirit leads you, he directs, you know, he, he tells you what to say. It comes right out and you're, you're respectful and you say the things that is needed to be said in that moment and that time. So for whoever is listening, I don't know if that message is for anyone, but here it is, you know, the relationship and what you're going through and what you're maybe feeling, 
Talk to God about it. He's the only one. He's the first one that you should be going to for anything and everything. So take it to him in prayer. Let it be silent and let him talk to you. This is your invitation to meet with him, right? Sometimes he wakes you up. He'll wake you up at two. He'll wake you up at three. He'll wake you up at four. He'll wake you up at five. He likes to still in the moment where you get to hear him. It's quiet. It's you and him. One on one. You know, I have a lot of sleepy mornings. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sleepy. But I'm like, God, talk to me. I'm here. And then I, I pray and I'm like, okay, I'm listening to you. And let me tell you, there are instances where I fall asleep. But it's like my dreams shows me so many different things. And then when I, I need my clarity when it comes to my dreams because I'm always dreaming. And it's scary. It shows me faces. It shows me actions. Um, people that I'm close with. People that I've had questions about. And he, it shows up. It shows up. And, and then I'm like, okay, I need clarity on this. And then some of them are really clear to me what's happening. Um, and it's so, let me tell you, for, for, for someone like me, and all the things that I've been through in my life and where I where I came from and what I'm doing now, it's a it's a leap. It's like this is me, right? And I wish I could explain uh, you know, I could explain it more to you, but I really can't. Like I don't, you know, I, I really don't know how to. Um maybe God will give me that that so I can explain it clearly to you. But um, some things, you know, don't need to say anything about, but it's just that, like I, like I was saying, you know, in, in the quiet time when, even when I fall asleep and I dream, you know, I may have questions about things and I dream about it and, it's, and, and it's really surreal to me. It's like, it's just like, wow, you know, and I'm, I love the fact that, you know, God shows me what he shows me and tells me what's going on. Because, you know, people are scary. The world is scary. You don't know who to trust. There's so It's so hard um, to trust people. There's people that say, I love you. And, and the word just flows over their mouth because it's something they want to say. Um, and it's crazy how people would say that you're their family, that you love, that they love you and all this kind of stuff. But you know, there's there's ways of knowing who is real in your life and who's not. And maybe I'll write a book about that. <laughs> but I've been experiencing a lot of things. And it's hilarious to me how people that you would say, you know, I got your back. Even though you don't need them to have your back. But they say, you know, I got you. Whatever you need. I'm here for you. I love you. And then when you decide, you know what, let me ask. And I'm a person that's big on that because I've been through so much in my life when it comes to friends and, and, and you know, people that I've tried to sabotage and manipulate and um, use and lied on and all kinds of craziness. Um, I normally have my guard up, right? And that's why I pray a lot. And that's why I need to, I, I build on my relationship with God because I know he is true today, yesterday, forevermore in my life. And he's the realest there is. So I need him. I always need him. And I always need to stay prayed up because I am nothing without him. And 
wow, the world is getting more and more crazy. But come back to the to what I was saying, people would say, you know, I'm there for you, whatever. But when you really need them, or you pretend to really need them, just to see what their reaction would be, they fall short of that. And of course, every man is fall short, you know. Um, but we got to be careful what we say. We have to be careful um, what we say to people. Our words have to be our bond and, and things like that. We have to. I mean, sometimes we don't always are able to come true, but at least letting the person know that, well, look, I can't or maybe later or, you know, whatever the case is. And a lot of people that I've talked to, a few friends that I had, had said, how people react to them in different situations. And I'm kind of pulling from that because, you know, I had some some family and some friends over and we're all having this discussion about how people can say they're there for you and how they can, you know, how they say that they love you and then they never, it never shows and never come to fruition. They don't even have the decency to say A, B, or C. And that's, you know, that's where you understand that people are not real. It's just a thing they do. And that's okay because that's why I say always build a personal, you know, it's important to build a personal relationship with God because he shows you these people in your life and who needs to be there and who don't need to be there. And, you know, it is, that's what it is, plain and simple. So, like I always say, build on that personal relationship with God. Know who your God is, right? Like, get to know him better and getting to know him better is getting to 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 dive into his word because that is one book that no matter how many times you read it it's always something different that pops out god is great y'all god is amazing he is amazing 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 awesome he is forgiving he is loving and yes, as I was saying, there's so many evil in the world. So we have to like step up. We have to be the one that shows the goodness. We have to be the one that, you know, uh, fight for, for, for goodness, right? And stuff that we see around us. I know sometimes it can be dangerous, but God got us. We have that whole hedge of protection. You have to ask him though. You have to speak to him, right? Um, of course, you're his, we're all his children. He protects us. But, you know, um, talk to him. He wants to have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with you. And so before I go, I want to remind you about my books. And if you haven't purchased them, as that, please do so. And my friend Rudolph has his latest um, song out. Um, let's see. Where is it? I did not have that prepared. All right, there it is. I'm going to close out this week's episode with this song. I'm so proud of my friend. So, um, he's known as Visual, V-I-S-U-A-L. Go find his music. 
our eyes not open. So many targets, but who is the focus? There's something going on. Thank you for listening to the scars to your beautiful purpose. I am very cops. Why can't we escape this deep hole? It's like we're being restricted with a deep hole. It's hard to configure. Life's not a game, and there's no cheat codes. We could be shown where to navigate. As soon as we think that we got it, everything that we were taught starts to dissipate. I wish that I could say that this is just a movie scene, but it's reality. I wish that it was all a dream. This can't be what it seems. I wish that I could say that this is just a movie scene, but it's reality. I wish that it was all a dream. This can't be what it seems. Three letters, one word. This is not a dark cloud, this is black skies. Living in an environment I sure if I have all that I need to survive. Just when I thought I did, I realized everything I was told was all lies. These pavements are where many lives lie. What's the payment when we dying for the wrong price? What's more painful than having your insides cry? Am I living? I'm feeling like I just died. My mind and my heart, it feels tired. It's being taken. For a deep dive I'm looking for strength to push past the high ties Imagine moving through the waves with closed eyes But I see we're still dealing with apartheid Many relationships have parted ties Death has no button to rewind The worst seat to have is up close watching it all die I'm riding with light, struggling to reach anyone Who's tired of the dark side I'm tired I'm tired of it I wish that I could say that this is just a movie scene But it's reality I wish that it was all a dream This can't be what it seems I wish that I could say that this is just a movie scene But it's reality I wish that it was all a dream This can't be what it seems Living in some real times right now where a lot of things is going on. And it's seeming like it's black skies when we step outside. I know things could change. I just don't know when. Visual.